This episode of the New Hampshire Business Show is sponsored by Everlasting Capital. If you're a small business and you need money in a bank and won't give it to you, Everlasting Capital is here to help. In as quickly as a couple of days, you can have the funding your business needs for new equipment or anything else you can need the capital for. So submit your application today and see how they can help you out. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the New Hampshire Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana, and today we are here with Jim Peacock, the owner of Amherst Karate Studio. How's it going? Good, thanks. How are you, sir? Thanks for having me on. I am doing fantastic. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming on. I know uh, coronavirus has made things a little crazy, <laughs> so uh, I like to get these interviews in whenever I can. You know. Sure thing. Thank you. Cool. Yeah. So let's let's uh, let's jump right into this. Uh, sure. <laughs> so uh, let's jump right into this. Tell me about yourself and uh, the business. Well, um, I'm the owner of the Amherst Karate Studio in Amherst, New Hampshire. Uh, this past June 3rd, we celebrated our 29th year being in business. We moved over to Amherst just about five years ago in March. We previously had a school in Mount Vernon, uh, New Hampshire, and that was where I uh, grew up and raised. I didn't grow up there, but I raised my family there, got married there, and uh, I currently reside in where. Okay, perfect. So let's see. So a lot of karate is kind of one of those broad bubble <laughs> terms. Do you want to talk a little bit about you, your school, your discipline, kind of what that looks like? Absolutely. I'd be happy to. Um, <laughs> I'm the most annoying guy at parties because I have to be warned by my wife before I go, let's not turn this thing into a karate class or a discussion of martial arts all night. But no, we do a system of martial arts called American Kenbo Karate. Uh, that was an, that's an art that was brought to the United States back in the early 1950s by a pioneer named Ed Parker. And uh, he's credited with opening the first commercial studio in the United States and now has schools worldwide. He sadly passed in uh, 1991, which coincidentally is the year I opened my school. Mm. Uh, we also teach a discipline of judo, which is a very nice complement to karate. Uh, karate, the style of Kempo that we do is based on an old Chinese boxing style. So a lot of hand, predominantly hand movement, a lot of boxing style combinations and movements. Uh, the heart of it is really in self-defense and the art of judo really complements it because that takes it from a striking art to more of a grappling based and throwing art. So they really work well together. And I have a bit of experience in some other classical weapons like the scrimmage sticks, uh, the staff, and uh, Nunjaku. But uh, yeah, uh, my love is Kenpo. It has been, I currently have a seventh degree black belt. I was promoted to that back in 2015. And um, it's certainly been a unique set of challenges with this coronavirus, but our school has been doing very well. We've adapted and um, adjusted to, to the current situation. We're actually pretty much ahead of the curve when we come down to it. We were already planning our virtual classes before we were even forced to shut down. We did a couple of weeks of practice runs with it before because we, we saw it coming. So we were the first in the region to, to go virtual. And uh, we've had some pretty good success. Obviously, there's some challenges that come with that. We learned a little bit along the way. But now four and a half months in, we've got a pretty good hybrid model going where we're teaching uh, a portion of our classes virtual and the other portion in person over at the studio. Awesome. 
So yeah, I think this whole coronavirus thing has done a lot <laughs> to It sure has. It's made us up our game. We've had to be really creative with the content that we're teaching. Uh, we don't have the ability to hit each other anymore or yeah. to with each other. So that's a huge part of what we're about. So the challenge for us was, okay, how can we teach this through a screen and how can we teach this from a distance and still feel like we're really qualified martial arts school? And um, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty happy. We, Kenbo is a really intellectual art. And if there's anything that's kind of kept me in it and kept me excited about it, it is that part of it. So I've been fortunate to be able to kind of go deep with that side of it with our students in, in the advanced levels to kind of keep them a little above the curve in the knowledge of the system as opposed to just physically doing it on each other. So we've tried to make some uh, set, um, can't think of the proper term for that, but we tried to accommodate the best we could with what we had and it seemed to work. We actually promoted our first people to black belt through, through computer. And um, uh -huh. we, we do this black belt testing twice a year. It's uh, about a four and a half to five month process where we basically cover the system with these guys and test them on a monthly basis. And uh, we started it in January and then we were forced inside, obviously mid-March. Yeah. We had to do all our classes virtual. So that was just crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. But we took them through the process. We, we made up for what we couldn't do physically with the intellectual side. And uh, we had a, a great day of uh, driving their black belts to them and delivering them uh, back in early June. We were able to do a virtual test. We invited people onto the screen and uh, practiced a bunch of stuff beforehand. We had people logging in from Texas and all over the country mm. to watch these kids promote. It was, it was a really special time. But um, yeah, <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, you know this a, a real unique thing. I keep telling our guys how grateful we are for them for staying with us and look forward to the day we can kind of look back on this and say, hey, remember when you know we had to go through all this? But uh, yeah, yeah, and it's it's interesting because it's a it's kind of like I said, it kind of shakes up the system a little bit, and you know, because I think a lot of businesses and a lot of industries fall into that trap of, oh, we've always done it this way. So type, you know, and then the older the industry, the older fault sometimes and the yeah. adaptability, I got to praise my guy, Jed. He really, he's a young buck of mine. He's my head instructor for a lot of my young guys. And he's certainly more techno technology savvy than me. So he, he kind of helped me learn how to do the whole zoom thing and, and everything else. He's been a pretty instrumental part in uh, keeping our ship afloat. But, you know, the, the, at the core of martial arts is really about discipline, adaptability, you know, be able to overcome stuff. So you got to kind of latch onto that if you, if you want to make a go of it, you know, you mm -hmm. can't complain about how things are. We can only make the best of it. So we try to preach that as much as we can. And we've been pretty lucky. We, I've read some stories across the nation um, almost 33 or 34% of martial arts schools have shut their doors. Oh, wow. I didn't know it. Because of this whole thing. And, um, you know, we certainly had grand designs for the year for our growth. We've been growing steadily for a, a while. And uh, we, we haven't done that. We've lost a handful, but we've certainly kept a strong base. And uh, 
the loyalty has just been tremendously appreciated appreciative by us and you know i just i hope we can get done with this soon <laughs> absolutely so so that brings up a interesting side note there so you know your business is growing this happens it kind of shrinks a little bit but kind of what's what's your goal for the business as it goes on you've been in business you said 29 years is this kind of what you expected of it here um do you well, have I don't think anybody expect <laughs> this whole thing to happen um our goal was to grow consistently uh we've averaged a uh, student growth typically between three to six new members a month that's always been our model we didn't want to grow fast. We wanted to grow comfortably. And uh, we, were, we were projected to be around 200 members by the end of this year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's obviously not going to happen. We're not going to see that. But I think our goal right now is to just try to sustain this as best we can, try to keep thinking of new and creative ways to keep our people engaged. Um, I haven't been a big fan of marketing a whole lot just because I, I just have this weird feeling of asking people to buy stuff when I know everybody's going through things, you know, yeah. so I've kind of backed off and I know most people that are pros at business or whatever would look at me like, what are you doing? But I just, I can't get my head to that, to that point yet. So in spite of all that, we've still gained new members and, yeah. you know, and that's based on our reputation and um, I think the quality of what we do, but it's kind of neat to see that we haven't made any efforts to market and we've still consistently gained like three or four people a month since all this started. So that, that to me is a real blessing. And uh, yeah, I just would like to be able to sustain this. And then hopefully when we're back to being able to do it the right way, um, we're going to just take off. I think everybody is hoping for that and everybody believes, I think that the economy is going to really bounce back too. So you know, it's really, it's put a lot of people's feet to the fire for sure. Yeah. It's been sad, you know, I try to re- remind myself that, you know, ours isn't the only business or we aren't the only people suffering through this. You know, I was going through some of my woes with somebody. I don't like to do that, but I'm like, oh, so what do you do? And she says to me, well, we both work for Southwest. Yeah. It's like, well, all right. Well, I can see how that's probably impacted you a little bit more than a guy like me. So I try to keep that in mind and I just hope for the best for everybody on this thing. And, uh, you know, knock wood, we're knocking for that vaccine to get fast tracked. And <laughs> That's funny. Um, all right, cool. So talk a little bit about the student experience at your place. So a new student comes in or a pers- uh, prospective student and they walk in the doors and what do they expect to find? Well, typically we go through a process when somebody uh, inquires about lessons. So we set up what we call an introductory course with them. And it's three one-on-one lessons with our head instructor. And we just kind of get a sense from them. We give them a, the student a chance to kind of visit the school, meet our staff, get, get to know a little bit about what we're about and what our culture is at the school. And then after the third class, we give them the option if they want to continue to train. And uh, usually we have a pretty high conversion rate in that regard. And like I said, we have a lot of loyal students. We typically try to have that during times when other classes are happening so they can get a feel of the energy for the school, you know, the whole vibe and stuff. 
and uh, obviously Corona has challenged us in that regard too. Yeah. But uh, like I said, we, we're still kind of doing it right because we're still seeing people um, go beyond that child. And, uh, you know, sometimes that's a good thing too for the other side of it because people can kind of see it and they go, and, you know, because there's so many different types of martial arts, you know, sometimes kind of like Baskin Robbins is a different flavor for everyone. You know, so what we offer may not be the flavor for somebody else. It might be somebody that's looking for something that's a little less contact based, or maybe somebody's looking for something a little more contact based, you know, a little heavier. I kind of think we fall correctly in the middle as far as safety and reality goes. But again, you know, those people wouldn't find that if um, we didn't do that intro with them first. Yeah. Then after they join, we put them in our group classes. And the way our groups are working right now, we, we have a limited space available in our studio. And we are fortunate in our studio that we have two levels. So the way that the New Hampshire guidelines are right now, you can hold a class with people socially distanced, but then after the class, you have to uh, let the place air out for a minimum of 30 minutes. You have to sanitize everything and wipe it down. So we, we're able to go five, 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 five yeah. with our members, and we have like a pit crew that go up and down and sanitize the place. So when members come into a class, you know, we've got to go through all the protocols when they join. We, we put them into the classroom, and um, sometimes because it's summer, we've been fortunate enough to be able to be outside. So we choose that as often as we can. We're actually looking forward to some classes in the park down at the Amherstown Green. So we're looking forward to doing that. But once the students in that class are going to be taken through a 45-minute session of basic karate movements, exercises, flexibility training, and self-defense. So since we can't have them do moves on a body, uh, we each little area has their own piece of uh, equipment that they can work on, whether it be a heavy bag or whatever props, if you will, we're using. Yeah. So, you know, props have been a big part of this in yeah. our yeah, so we've delved into our weaponry a lot and, uh, you know, using things like chairs to kick over for the virtual classes and catching ping pong balls and things like that. You know, it's, you know, it's like I said, it's really kind of upped our game, but so far, so good. That's awesome. That's good to hear. So where is your uh, building located? We are located in Amherst on route, uh, State Route 101 uh, in a place called Salzburg Square. It's a great little plaza. It looks like an old Scandinavian village. And uh, like I said, we've been there about five years. It's a great little plaza. There's a Mexican restaurant there called El Arroyo. And there's a pre-K school as well as a salon and a handful of businesses. I, I feel bad if I'm not mentioning all of them, but we all kind of support each other. And yeah. that's nice too. That's awesome. So for people that want to learn more about you, in uh, your studio, where do they where do they get hold of you? Well, that's I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to, to do this. Um, they can visit our website amherstkaratestudio.com, and they can see a little bit about our programs on there. We have a Facebook page that we're constantly putting up posts to kind of like either educate or promote certain things that we have going on. So uh, either of those places are great, and you can contact me through either of those places too. And uh, yeah, it's kind of neat. We're getting ready for back to school season, whatever that means. And we're hoping usually it is, we see a, you know people 
coming back from summer vacation. So we usually see a, a brief uptick. So we're kind of hoping to see our enrollment start to grow again. We're ready for it, whichever realm we're in. And uh, we've been planning for it to get our facility a little more indoor ready too. So um, we've been taking some steps for that to increase our um, members' experience and you know, kind of set us apart, if you will. Awesome. Thank you for joining me today. I really appreciate you giving me the time. Is there anything else I could answer for you? No, that's it. Unless you have anything you wanted to go over real quick. No, no. Just if I can just take a minute and just say once again, the people that have supported us through this last four and a half months, it can't be understated how much we're, we appreciate them for helping us stay afloat. And um, we hope to really continue to work hard to keep them happy and have a place that will be there for a while after this whole thing is done. So awesome. Okay. Thank you. So thank uh, you for joining me. It's been fun. I appreciate it. You too. Bye-bye. Cool. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Um, stay tuned for next time and I'll see you then. Want more New Hampshire Business Show? Find us at iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and www.nhbusinessshow.com.